Hey, it's Greg. Thanks very much for checking out Toronto Today. We appreciate it. So the city has a budget proposal. Doesn't mean it's got a budget yet. I think there's some ways to tweak, and there will be some things councillors have questions about, and especially with how, at times, contentious the new council has been with the mayor and a few allies against a lot of the younger councillors on Toronto City Council. So I dive into that at our top hour at 6 a.m., what the budget means for you what's significant about it, and the one thing that we maybe didn't think about that actually could generate revenue for Toronto that doesn't necessarily come from Torontonians. Get to that in this segment as well. There's some short-term pain here for seven years of not paying property tax increases. Those of us who live in the suburbs, I heard already from a uh, a Duramite on the show, uh, and Rob noted he's in Oshawa. He's paying $7,000. Um, in terms of property tax, um, the number shocked me. And um, and yet I also think you are paying for uh, the fact that Toronto has been kind of dreamy, if you will, with not raising property taxes significantly in the least, not just not raising them, but already starting with them under practically every other municipality in the province. What is that about? Is that just about, well, you know, you're going to pay more for transit. You're going to pay more for parking. You're going to pay more at restaurants. You're going to pay more um, for overdue library books. You're going to pay for this. You're going to pay for that. You get a hair. You know this already. You go get a haircut in Toronto. It's going to cost more than it is in Vaughn or uh, and certainly outside the GTA. You we those five cities I've listed that um, have the highest property taxes in 2021. Windsor, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, North Bay, Sudbury. Find me anything. Find me um, a place to go meet for lunch and have fish and chips that's more expensive in North Bay than in Toronto. Or I'll give you the bottom five, any of the suburbs, Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan, Milton, um, West, Mississauga, East, Ajax, Whitby. You find me a place in Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, North Bay, Sudbury that's more expensive. You won't because you can't. Okay, so uh, understandably, um, it was time to pay the piper. But I also understand this is a little like you you enjoy the free lunch while you can. Toronto's never been inexpensive to live in. But the distance and the growing gap between haves and have nots is something we've seen in other Western democracies. It's something that has been very pronounced in the United Kingdom for going back decades. You could make the case that was the whole issue with Margaret Thatcher and Thatcherism was the separation of the rich and the poor and the elimination, in essence, of the middle class. Like it, the middle class was pounded into the ground and you either stepped up or you fell down. You did one or the other at that point in time. 416-870-6400 uh, via text to tell us about your reaction to Toronto's property taxes. And I would make the point in a second here that uh, those in the suburbs shouldn't be crowing too much. Here's John Tory clarifying the need for the 5.5% property tax increase. You go back and check uh, words that I spoke during the election and that I've spoken for years have been that the operating budget increase, the city uh, building fund, has been for years shown separately to people on their tax bill as a long-term capital uh, uh, collection that we make for uh, transit and housing. Um, and has been shown separately and has been dealt with separately from the operating budget tax increase. And I think if you check the words I spoke and that were on my platform and on my website during the election, it was very, very clear in saying that, as I have been today. 
He's right. He's absolutely correct about that. So you've had seven years of borderline no property tax increases, and now you're getting swamped. But you're getting swamped at a time when you're paying a higher interest rate on your car and you're paying more at the grocery store and you're paying more. And I don't think significantly more to get on an airplane and go somewhere with your family. All of those things are true. Here's the one thing. We're going to have a lot of budget reaction all morning long on the show. Here's the one thing that I don't know why it wasn't considered. And there's just a couple other great nuggets here on uh, John Tory and the budget itself. And I'll give you one really quick is that because of the Rogers Association, which he Eh, he danced a little bit of a dance in the summer with the complaints about uh, active TO. And remember, Mark Shapiro had a ghost written letter saying, we've got to stop this. Our fans can't get to games. We can't. We need roads open leading uh, to Rogers Center. I found this interesting in Ben Spurs store or David Ryder's story, I should say, in the star. The mayor promises to stay out of debate over spending on telephone, wireless and Internet services, as well as improvements to BMO Field at Exhibition Place. Why? Rodgers and MLSE teams play there? I guess that's the reason. I'm really surprised at that. And I want to ask both counselors about that that we'll have on this morning because BMO Field's got to upgrade for the 2026 World Cup. And I was talking to people yesterday explaining, even with an upgrade, even going to 45,000 seats, it's still going to be the smallest of the World Cup stadiums. Do you think Toronto's going to get the best World Cup games or the least popular World Cup games with the smallest capacity. I know FIFA likes money. That's I know that. I know that much. I know they're uh, they're no stranger to corruption, and they also uh, love love a little bit of money. My big question, and I got about a minute here to get it in, is why has this not been considered to have a hotel tax? Sometimes it's become a big story over the last 20, 30 years to put a, in essence, a stadium tax to pay for, you know, a billionaire's new NFL stadium or baseball field or whatever. Um, what a gambit. What a gambit. Like, the, basically, the city says, we're not going to ask our own residents to help build infrastructure for our city. We're going to ask visitors. And do you really think San Diego was going to put in a 16.5% hotel tax to make somebody else pay for the city's civic duty of making sure they kept the chargers and that didn't work and it didn't get passed and the chargers went to Los Angeles. But that's in essence a publicly funded sports franchise. It's a little surprising. Why do you have to do that just for a stadium? Why can't you do that for the Gardner Expressway? Why can't you do that for important infrastructure within your city itself? Stick the tax bill on the out-of-towners. I'm not saying it's it's ethical or unethical but i'm saying nobody's not going to come to toronto because you decided to put a hotel tax on hey honey you know we want we haven't been in toronto with the kids in ages no i know but they've got that hotel tax at six percent instead of uh 1.5 percent let's just let's just go to let's get a hotel in brampton instead how about one in oshawa nobody's saying that anyway it's an idea